0: to the Michael Papinjak Show. Hey, what's going on out there in podcast land? <laughs> Welcome to show 36. It's actually written down. Yeah. Yeah, I write. So, usually on the show, <laughs> when, oh, wow. when, when I have Jason here, <laughs> I usually don't do any kind of programming or... I don't write anything down. We just kind of go. But today I decided to write some stuff down just so we can cover everything. Now, before we get started, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to apologize because something's going to happen here. <coughs> Camila got my entire family sick. I have been sick for almost one full week. And so if I need to take a little cough break or something or I start to sniffle, I <coughs>
1: It happens, man.
0: I apologize. It's, it's, it's just a show. Gee. We're human. I don't know how a little baby can get an entire family so sick. We have, Larry's still sick. They actually had to take Camila to the hospital. Camila's currently in in California. They had to take her to the hospital. I'm in California. She's still sick.
1: Is Marissa out there?
0: Yeah. They went out for Easter. Basically, you know, we share holidays. But Larry's here. Larry's here because he has school.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And I I don't think he's going to join them. I didn't ask him though. Oh. I was over there this morning. I'm cleaning. Their apartment was an utter disaster. Cinderfella. Yeah, I was Cinderfella for for the for the morning.
1: He's like, I'm going to clean. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. But
0: you know what? I got it. it I don't mind helping because you know I cleaned up Camila's room and I cleaned up the one of the bathrooms in the kitchen area and you know like some guy came and like fixed the sink. Like the handyman for for the building, and the and Larry's washer was broken. They came and fixed that. Disaster. And, and I'm I'm looking around. I'm thinking, Mom, like they they gotta get their shit together. And my mom looks at me and she goes, "You have no idea what it's like to have a baby." And I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna back up. I'm just gonna back away from that because she's right. I I have no idea. What Thank goodness. Like, yeah, what it's like to have a child. Good. And, and she basically said, you know, when you have a baby, like, y- you spend your entire day chasing it. Yeah. Like, making sure it, you know, it's alive.
1: Guess who doesn't have a baby?
0: Yeah. Us.
1: Us. Yeah.
0: Neither of us have, have a child. So, anyway, we cleaned it up. And uh, <coughs> so, I, I apologize for my sniffling and my illness. I'm glad I, I actually have a bit of a voice today.
1: Lance... Last night we were watching the game. Yeah, my voice was. It was in and out. It was. Yeah. It was, you could tell it was getting better. Yeah, but it was. But it wasn't there yet.
0: If I talk a little too you much, you couldn't sing. No, I, I I cannot sing. No, no singing. No, I can't. I cannot sing. No. Not at the moment. What's going on? I just got a Snapchat from from you.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Jason. listen, Snapchat. I let people know me. that I'm podcasting, Jason. So they listen. Yes. Because that's the reminder Yeah. that, hey, I'm recording today.
0: Yeah, you need to listen to the show. And
1: you're, you're going to have a show soon. And, yes. and plus, people need to know that I'm not wearing tmpspodcast.com gear.
0: Yes, we, we have some merch.
1: We have business cards. We have yes. hats. Yes. We have shirts. Yeah. It's, and
0: so basically, if you want any of these things, if yeah. you want a tmps hat, I even have a mouse pad.
1: Yeah, mouse pad I saw. I mean, it's this, next level. This
0: gear is available. Yeah, Contact us at the Michael Pinchak Show at gmail.com. Yeah, and we, we need will... to get hoodies. I was thinking about, I was on Vistaprint last night, and I was looking at all the different stuff I can get this printed on. Really? I was thinking hoodies for sure. I was thinking polo, you know, because I wear polo shirts all the time, getting my, myself a polo made.
1: You're the king of polos. I
0: love polo shirts.
1: You have more polo, you have a polo and every color. Yeah. Like, there is.
0: Pretty much imaginable.
1: Yeah. You have... If there was a store just for polo shirts, mm-hmm. you would probably, like, own it. You would well, own that store. Yeah, I... Because you just have so many.
0: I've always dreamed of...
1: You have polo shirts like I have suits.
0: Yes. I've always dreamed of having my own polo line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But just polo shirts. Like a picture of you, like the little symbol. Yeah, instead of a polo man or an yeah. alligator, it's just it me. Should with... be like you with a microphone Yeah, or yeah. <laughs>
0: like, a... but that's all we would make is
1: polo shirts. Yeah, we need to have like a, a symbol. You know, like Jerry West is the symbol for the NBA. Like the oh, the guy dribbling. Yeah. That's Jerry West. Yeah. Um. What? Or like jump man like Air Jordan. We need to have like our own like polo Ralph around the guys on the horse. Yeah,
0: I wonder what it's like for Jerry West to know that every time they play an M- an NBA game, yeah, it's him.
1: That's him. Yeah. Now there there's been some debate they might change it to to Jordan, but I think they're just frankly I think they're waiting for Jerry West to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds terrible, but that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Because the people that are into the NBA now don't know who Jerry West is.
0: I didn't know who he was until something happened with him recently, like a couple years ago. It was either an anniversary or I maybe just caught it on like ESPN or something. But they they had him on ESPN or something like that, and they were talking to him about the symbol. I don't know if it was his like 80th birthday or if it was like an anniversary of him no, being he's in not the 80 NBA. yet, but he's there, there was something going on with him. And it, it might have
1: been um, Kobe's last game. Something because the Lakers they, they all came back and... and
0: and they and then they were talking about how it's it's him yeah and the symbol and I just I thought it was just like a generic person no but I love how the symbol for the NBA is a white guy
1: well yeah listen <laughs> that's that's what it was like yeah <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about the NBA because yeah. it's really boring yeah I and like, I don't there's think... only two teams that could win
0: and you want to know something I know nothing about
1: it. Right. Well, I don't follow basketball. That's good. Yeah. So. I don't really either. I just know that he's the logo. Yeah. Everybody knows, like, tribes in Africa know who Michael Jordan is. Yes. If you're going to make your brand updated and global, yeah, it probably would be wise to make it Michael Jordan. Yeah. Everybody knows who Michael Jordan is.
0: Isn't that interesting? Let's, let just real quick, because basically we, we have a lot to talk about today. We do. We have hockey talk. We're, lots, we're gonna, of hockey talk. Lots, lots of hockey talk. Lots of hockey talk. We're going to update you on the Stephen Asante situation, <laughs> uh, the uh, Pirates, and you know what? This guy called me, and he's, he won, okay, you've heard of like Grumpy Cat, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grumpy well, Cat.
0: Well, he, he wants to bring on his cat, <laughs> and he said it's like the new Grumpy Cat. I don't know what this is. So that's gonna be later in the uh, show. Okay. We have a lot what we, is ha- this we all have about? a lot to get to. <laughs> okay. So and then I was up at Lexus test driving some cars, so we'll figure all that out later. <laughs> but but uh let's just just real quick before we before we get to the main part of the show. So the NBA is cy- symbol as Jerry West. It's an actual player and yeah. probably soon to be Michael Jordan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, now baseball isn't it a guy swinging a bat? Is it? I don't know. I, I I thought it was. Yeah, I guess it is. But if you think about like Who hockey is that? or like it's football. It's not Babe Ruth. No, but if you think like. Isn't it interesting the NBA actually chose a person?
1: Yeah. I, I know like it's, it's a, an image. Like yeah, it, it, it was a photograph that was captured and they made that like the shadow.
0: Yeah, it's like a white silhouette. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Okay. It's it's not like a.
1: It's person. not a picture of him. No. It's a silhouette of a, a pose, basically. Yeah. You know, like an in game situation. But, like,
0: but what if like the um, NHL symbol was Lemieux? Though I bet it would be Gretzky.
1: It, it 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 probably would be uh Gretzky. See the NHL thinks that a lot of people think, well, the, the NHL grew because when Gretzky went to California, well, that might that may be true. Maybe more people started playing hockey and you're seeing a lot more American board players make the NHL. Like Austin Matthews grew up in Arizona and he was the number one pick. Yeah. Right? So and he's phenomenal. And like 30 years ago, you'd be like, a kid from Arizona is going to be National Hockey League's number one overall draft pick. No way. It happened now. So, in that respect, yeah, more people watched it and, and started playing it. But the NHL has done a really poor job of putting teams in cities where they can thrive. Like, yeah. Like the,
0: the Atlanta Thrashers.
1: The Atlanta Thrashers. Atlanta's had two teams, they both failed. Okay, Carolina. Yeah, they want to stand the cup. They're financially disasters. The Florida Panthers, disaster. Um, Tampa Bay. They won a cup in 4 They've been good recently, but for a long time they weren't any good. Arizona. Dallas had a time where they were powerhouse. Now they're not very good. So they they need to do a better job of growing the game, like marketing the game. The NBA is good at making. They're really good at saying. LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm -hmm. Okay, like you watch because you want to see LeBron James. Yeah. You watch because you wanted to see Kobe Bryant or Tim Duncan or Michael Jordan. Like, I wasn't a big basketball fan, but when the Chicago Bulls were in the finals, I had to watch. Exactly. Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah. That's Michael Jordan. He's the GOAT.
1: Yeah. I want to see what Michael Jordan's all about. Now. It didn't make me play basketball. Yeah. But, like, I was like, man, if I was a little bit taller. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, I I didn't think we were, we were talking about basketball today, so I didn't I didn't look this up. But didn't LeBron James sit out an away game recently?
1: Yeah, he does all the time.
0: And I was listening to, I don't know, 93.7 The Fan or one of the sports channels. And they were talking about how, like, you know, people go to see him play. And they just watch him sit in a chair the entire game.
1: Yeah, well, they put, you pay a lot of money.
0: It would be like it's going like, to see an opera. Yeah. And it says Luciano Pavarotti is going to play a, a character. Yeah. But they put out someone else, and Luciano sits yeah. on the stage and just waves. Happy
1: comes out instead.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not what people paid for. <laughs> yeah, no. People paid to go. I mean, listen, right. I mean, if I was a huge Penguins fan, yeah. but I lived in, I don't know, yeah. New York City. Right. And the Pens came, and Crosby. Now, here's the deal. If Crosby's injured, he, I mean, he's injured. But what if they were just like, you know what, Crosby? Take the night off. Take the night off. But I was in my Crosby jersey, right. and I grew up on Long Island. wonder if you had
1: a kid who yeah. idolized him. Yes. Th- this is the problem. Yeah. Somebody says, I idolize LeBron James. Yeah. And then he sits there. Yeah. And it's picks not, his nose all game. It's not right. It's not right. It's not so, right. So, you know, you got to put a little effort out. At the end
0: of the day, out. sports is entertainment. Yes. Professional sports is entertainment.
1: Yeah. It's a business. And it's a business. It's a
0: business. It's an entertainment business. And yeah, you're a professional athlete. But unless you have some kind of injury.
1: Yeah. But if they say, if they say, if the, if analytics tells you that there's an 82 game season, the, you know what? If he really plays 72 to 75 games, your chances increase by 10% to win a championship. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. At the end of the day, your, your fans matter. Yeah. Like if you go to a Minnesota Timberwolves game, listen, <laughs> the Minnesota Timberwolves need to get better players.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I always say, if you're going to the game to see other teams, you're not a real fan because you need to go root for your team. Like you you should want your team to just go get a better player. That's uh, why. That's why. Like, um, when somebody says like Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, like the Warriors were like, we're good, but we can get even better with Kevin Durant. Yeah, he left Oklahoma City to go to California. I don't blame him.
0: Last year's finals was. I mean, whatever Cleveland, LeBron, they won. Good for LeBron, but Golden State shit the bed.
1: They were up three one.
0: I mean, shit the bed. It's just like the Falcons against the Patriots. <laughs> just lots of bed shitting yes. all over the place. It was place. terrible. Just really bad. The
1: Falcons, they just they,
0: they screwed up. They but, they really screwed
1: up. But Tom Brady's the goat.
0: But that's the thing though. Like this is what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady could be down fifty two to zero. Yeah. Go in the second half and win. Yeah. Because he's Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, this is a, when the goat walks on the field, people have to go, oh shit, that's the goat, man, that's the goat.
1: Right. You know, I was telling uh, telling people at work the best ability is availability. Yes. Roger Federer. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. What Tom is, Brady.
0: What is Crosby's record like in that um, regard?
1: Good. He's only he only missed time because he was injured or concussed. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't just take a random game off. Which okay. In hockey's a different culture. Hockey is all about. It's a war. Yeah. It's a battle, and when you win the cup, you deserve to win the cop because yeah. it's just so difficult. Um, you know.
0: Well, now we're on the Penguins. It's now time for hockey talk with Jason. Oh, the Pens. Hockey Listen. talk with Jason. So last night I went up to Mars. And I uh, checked on my new townhouse up there, and I st- stuck around to watch the hockey game with uh, Jason after work at his townhouse. And, of course, as you guys probably know, the Pens won 3-2-1 against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, Jason, your analysis of last night's
1: game. <laughs> well, the Pens, they were badly outplayed in the first period. Yes. Which we, three shots.
0: Which we basically missed. Um, I listened to it on the radio, and you were still at work. And Correct.
1: But... When you break it down, Columbus, I think, allowed only the the second fewest goals in the first period. So us not scoring the first period is not a surprise. Okay, uh, them not scoring was the surprise
0: because they had what like sixteen shots. They had
1: sixteen shots. Flurry played because Murray's injured in warm ups. In warm well, it, he's recovering from an injury and then he aggravate re aggravated the injury. I see in warm ups. Another goat came back to the lineup. Malkin. Oh. And it's, it's like a stampede. What did you say to me yesterday? You are like, Malkin doesn't score much anymore. <laughs> he literally set up the first two goals.
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> what it is? <coughs> Back like an 08 and 09. Yeah. He was so dominant. Malkin would just score out of nowhere. I mean, my favorite goal of all time is. I believe it was against Carolina.
1: The spin-around goal. Back the spin-around backhand. The end. hat-trick goal, yeah.
0: I mean, I I was watching it, and it happened.
1: Yeah. And I just... That's like a mind-boggling goal.
0: I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I understand now, now that you and I have watched a lot of games together, and the, the GOAT status of Malkin and Crosby have gotten to the level where they don't even have to score anymore. Just them yeah. on the ice yes. allows other people to achieve... Yes. And the fact that Crosby is now we've talked about that. It's now, a good way to put it. Now yeah. a, a decoy almost. He, he he could move an entire team yeah, to but, one end of the ice yes. to allow Connor Sheary to basically get an empty net goal. Yes. It's on and, and Malkin now does basically the same thing. Yeah, so
1: like you were with me during the game and they scored yeah. that um Castle scored that goal. That was and, an unbelievable and goal. And then I told you that was because of Crosby. Yeah. So what, what really happened there was Crosby was on the high wall, like okay. almost the point, on the offside. What he did was he switched with Malkin so because Ma- Malkin has a better one-timer. Okay. It's now Columbus has to respect the one-timer for yeah. Malkin, which, it's, it's, listen, it's they dangerous. have to. Yeah. They just have to do it. Crosby goes down low. When Crosby goes down low near the goal line, he has the best hands in the league. Yeah. So he's really dangerous. He could pass. He could shoot, tap in, deflection, there's, There's all so kinds of possibility. possibility. Yeah. Right. So now they're like, okay, we have two goats on the other side of the ice. Yeah. But we have a, maybe a goat. Yeah. Ca- Phil Castle. A baby goat. Who has, yeah, baby goat who has the puck on the near side. Near side's the, the strong side's the, the side the puck's on. And he's a very dangerous shooter. Yeah. And he's a very dangerous passer. So he could either shoot, he could pass to Sid, he could pass to Malkin. Columbus doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, they have no clue. So he says, listen, I'm just going to shoot this 100-mile-an-hour wrist shot up (laughs) around your ear. Score.
0: uh, It was unbelievable. Because
1: they they gave them so much room. You can't give a guy that has a 100-mile-an-hour wrist shot all the room to shoot. Yeah. You either have to man up on him. You have to body up. You have to come closer and make him pass. But you can't let... It's like saying, hey, Michael Jordan, come slam dunk on me. Yeah. I'm standing here, just, just come dunk on me. Yeah. Listen.
0: I'm not even going to try to right. defend or anything. Just, yeah,
1: that's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. But so, you,
0: it must be, you know, this is what you were, I, I loved, you were, you, you were telling me this uh, last night. You were like, listen, teams don't know what to do against the Pens because the first line is Crosby.
1: Yeah, so this this is what happens. You're out there. The other team matches up against Crosby's line. You have Sheary, Gensel, and Crosby. And they just buzz around. They make plays. They don't score, but okay. They just, they did their thing. You're like, oh, thank goodness. Like next shift. Like, yeah. man, we, we survived the Crosby shift. Yeah. That's great. But Crosby goes off and 71 hops over the boards. And now, then now Malkin comes on nice. The oh, and then you're like, oh, Malkin. Oh, that's just, that's not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and then Malkin's like I need a breather. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Benino and Kessel come on the ice. D- difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult matchup. What are you going to do? The Penguins are so deep. Yeah. Th- that's the thing. It's it's a it's a matchup thing. It, it, when you break down a series. Let, let's be honest. The, the Pens have the the highest goals per game in the league. Their defense is Average, maybe a little better than average. Okay. But they have the number one offense. Okay. Columbus has a very good defense and a pretty good offense. How are they going to score with us? We need less chances to score. For every 20 shots we get, they need 30. Yeah. That At the end of the day. And then when you break it down, they say you're going to need to win four out of seven games. While the Penguins have only lost like five home games all year. Okay. So chances on Friday are they're going to win. Yeah. Chances are. Yeah. So let's say they win. Okay, they're a pretty good road team. Even if they split on the road, right? They split. It's still three to one. It's three to one still because the Penguins don't really lose back to back games either. Yeah. So when you have a team that has a great home record, pretty good, or yeah, great home record, pretty good road record, and they don't lose back to back games, doesn't matter if they're home or away. That's a bad recipe. I mean. You, you're gonna have to find a way to put a chink in the armor. I mean, Latang's not there. Yeah, but
0: what what happened to the HBK line?
1: Well, Haglin has a had a broken foot, uh, a leg. He's gonna come back soon. Oh, really? He is. But so now they're playing Kessel with with Malkin. <laughs> he, I mean, that's just, yeah. That's that's um, what's scary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just when you think they're off the ice, right. And like
1: uh, Russ scored. Brian Rust is now a star. Yeah. He's a second line winger playing with Kessel and Malkin.
0: (laughs) It's like Connor Sheary.
1: Yeah. Who's Connor Sheary? Who's Connor Sheary? Russ' goal. Kessel literally Malkin passed it to Kessel. Kessel didn't even use a stick. He was like, I'm gonna use my skate to pass it to Rust. Yeah. That's how good I am.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't even need a hockey stick.
1: I don't even need a stick. (laughs) He literally used his he was like, I'm gonna bounce this puck to your tape off my skate. (laughs) We are so spoiled. Right. We made the the Vezina winner, or likely winner, the best goalie in the league this year, look very average yesterday, and we didn't have our best game. Wow. So that is kind of worrisome for Columbus. Yeah.
0: And in my opinion, the only reason Columbus was able to score is because we screwed up. There was all kind of confusion in our zone. Correct. I don't remember who was on the ice. It was Crosby and in his line. But passes just weren't made. There was a turnover. Yeah, bad bounce. It was a bad bounce. And then Columbus had the opportunity to score. But really, in my opinion, that was the only reason why they even got close to scoring.
1: Well, I I put some predictions out there yesterday. Well, that
0: was my next thing. So, Pens win their first game of the playoffs against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, of course, there's a lot of teams
1: playing. So, let's
0: start with the prediction for this series, Penguins-Jackets.
1: Pens in seven. Really? I put pens in seven, but from what I saw yesterday, I might put pens in six just because I don't know how Columbus is going to keep up with the Penguins.
0: Like, do you think that in today, Thursday, you know, Thursday we're recording, tomorrow, Friday when the show comes out, that's the next game? Do you think their coach could change the team enough to get the edge over the uh, Penguins? Like, do they have the talent?
1: They have talent, but. They don't have the highs that we do, but they're all good players. Yes. They don't have any valleys. Yes, You know I what see. I mean? We yeah. have mountains. Yeah. But they're like they're like sea level. <laughs> you know, we have like the Rockies. They're yeah. the Appalachians. Yeah, okay. They're just a little smaller. Yeah. You know they're, what they're I mean? They're still there. They're still there. They're good players. Yeah. Um, You, you can appreciate it. I can appreciate it, but, you know, just from what I saw yesterday, their third-pairing defense... They only play like eight nine minutes a game. That means that their top four defensemen are playing way more minutes. Yeah, they're gonna wear down. I mean, they want to wear us down, but guess what? If you play all those minutes, you wear down too. If you want to wear us down, it takes something. If you say I'm gonna just beat you, well, that wears. You. What what did um, Ali do to to Foreman? Yeah, warm down. he warm down. He 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 played rope dope. Yeah, it's like okay. Well, he spent a lot of energy uh, dodging punches but Foreman spent a lot of energy throwing punches. Yeah. And eventually Columbus is going to have to stop hitting and start scoring some goals.
0: Well, that that's I mean that that was the talk all over the radio was about um Dubinsky against Crosby and how physical he is. He is. And you know, is there going to come a point where they need to stop trying to stop Crosby and start trying to score goals?
1: Well, you you, you can just try to stop Crosby or or pick your poison or Malkin, yeah. but our centerman scored um, you know, 90 points and 70-some points, and their centerman scored less than 40 goals. Yeah. So th- it's a huge mismatch. Yeah, okay, maybe the Crosby line didn't have a point um, yesterday, but Malkin came back. Yeah. And now Malkin and Benino scored. Yeah. You know, Kessel and Benino and Russ scored. Yeah. So we have a lot of players who can put the puck in the net. That's the thing. Like, the best teams find a way to win when their best isn't there. Mm-hmm. The, peng- the Penguins have proven that they can play a two-to-one game and they can play a six-to-five game. They could win a game when Crosby doesn't score a goal. What, what Remember we scored like seven goals uh, two weeks ago when you were over? Yep. And I said, my goodness, it's a great sign when we have seven goals and Crosby doesn't have one of them.
0: It's unbelievable. That's
1: a really good sign. Yeah. Because you're not going to stop Crosby for seven straight games. You're just not. He's going to find a way to, to take over a game, a period, make it happen. Yeah. You know that's going to happen. So – They have to find a way to try to beat us. If we win tomorrow night, Friday night, they'll have to beat us four out of the next five games. Are the Penguins going to lose four out of five games? I doubt it. Yeah. I I just highly doubt that. Yeah. It's just going to be really hard for them. I I don't care where the games are played. They could play them on Mars. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, I just think that, you know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for Columbus. I think they're a really good team. But from what I saw yesterday, I just think that Columbus hopes that we retaliate and, Take stupid penalties and just kind of get off our game. I just don't think that the Penguins. That's just not in their blood anymore. I just there's something about them that they just know how to. They almost like flip a switch and they're like, okay, it's time to get serious. Yeah, we're gonna win the game three to nothing, three to one, three to two, me, two whatever it is.
0: To me, it really feels. Actually, this feels more like to me the Lemieux, Yager, Francis, Barasco kind of era, even. Even though we went to back-to-back cups in 08 and 09 and 1 and 09, and those are were great teams. Mm-hmm. This, for some reason, to me, feels more like the 90s teams, where you have, you know, uh, just based on like the like players, like Kessel's almost like the new Francis. You know, it, it's this it's this player that is great, but you also have Lemieux on the team. You also have Crosby.
1: Players are great yeah. in in like roles. Yeah. Okay. Like if like Edmonton didn't make the playoffs last year. Okay. Okay. And they had a, you can see they have some upcoming talent, but they have this guy dry Seidel. Who's a nice German player. And they have McDavid. So they draft McDavid, right? And he was injured half the year, but now this year they're in the playoffs. All of a sudden now you put him number one, everybody slots down. Now every, the, your second your the guy that was number one is number two. Yep. The Guy who was number two is not number three. So your, your lineup just gets so much stronger and deeper. I think that that's the problem that teams face when they they play the Penguins because even if you have a Malkin out, Beanie is a capable centerman. Um, we have some guys that know to just know how to fill the role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Kessel in Toronto, he was their first line winger. Here last year, he was playing third line winger. Kessel's not a third line player, so you, you could say, okay, your third pairing defenseman, your weakest link, now has to go up against Kessel. That's that's a win for us. Like, yeah, that is. It's he's just—he's a, a, a great—he's a great player. are about matchups. It's like, well, if they lost, like they weren't the better team. Well, it's about matchups. Like we might be able to beat the the team that won the Stanley Cup, right? But maybe we couldn't get out of the first round because it was a bad matchup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know that we could beat—we'd wipe the floor with Rangers or Boston or Montreal. We'd wipe the floor with them. We're in the tougher division. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just think that if they can find a way to get past this round unscathed, they're going to have a solid chance to to make a run because, you know, Washington we're kind of I respect Washington, but we we've owned them. Yeah. You know, played them nine times, beat them eight. The yeah. Penguins.
0: It's like it's it's
1: just when you think they're just solid. They're just yeah. a solid team. Yeah. And Flurry played excellent. I mean, yeah. you can't ask for more. He played a great game.
0: Yeah. He he's such a great. He's a he's a great goalie. He is. Yeah.
1: He just... He's, he's won a Stanley Cup. And guess yeah. who hasn't? The guys on the other side. Yeah. We have.
0: They When we were watching it, they had a little uh, thing at the bottom of the screen. It was like um, uh, the players on the Penguins combined for like 19 Stanley Cups. And then Blue Jackets like four. Yeah. So...
1: Experience matters in some capacity because you're never going to go through a, a, a season... And not face tough times. Yeah. There's 82 games, and then you have to win 16 games
0: to get to the cup.
1: To win the cup.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, you have to win 16 games. The, the most you could play is 28. So think about that. You can you can go 16 and 12 and win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's hard. You're going to lose some games. You're going to win some games, but you just have to. I think the Penguins just know how to like be steady. Yes. Like, they're not going to panic if they lose tomorrow. There's not.
0: No. they You just show up the next game. You show and up the next
1: game and play. Until you lose four, you're not out of it. Yeah. I mean, so. they,
0: they, they asked Sullivan, like, uh, are you going to change your lineups to get Crosby away from a Dubinsky? And he was like, Crosby plays tough people every single day. Every day. He basically said, I'm not worried about Dubinsky. Cause no. Because I happen to coach Sidney Crosby. Right. Like, I have the GOAT. So I'm not worried about
1: Crosby. Will figure it out.
0: Yeah, because he's that kind of player. Yeah, he's. You know, I never noticed it until Connor you...
1: Sheary's going to make four million dollars a year for the next ten years because he plays with Sidney Crosby.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I'm sure Connor Sheary still doesn't know like like what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just doesn't know.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'll I'll go through my predictions real yeah, quick. I, yeah. I put them down.
0: L- let's go through all the different. Okay. Uh,
1: Pens in seven.
0: Okay, and they're against the, uh, the uh, Blue Jack-
1: Washington Jackets. Washington and Toronto. Ca- uh, I put um, Capitals in five. Okay. Boston and Ottawa. Boston in seven. Okay. Montreal and the Rangers. This is the one I'm most unsure about. Montreal in six. But they lost game one at home last night, uh, and they got shut out which now that's that's not, that's good. not good. It's not they, a good start. You have to win yeah, they four out of the next five games. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um Wild in St. Louis, Wild in 6, but they also lost game 1 at home last night.
0: You know, a lot of people have their eye on the Minnesota Wild.
1: They're very good, but I'm telling you they've never done it. They've never done it. They have I'm I don't believe in them yet. I think they could beat St. Louis. But I don't think they could beat um, Chicago.
0: For some reason, Chicago is just like everyone's team. Like they're, they're a good they're,
1: team. They've won three
0: cops. That's unbelievable. I guess I just don't.
1: Yeah, they're I only, a good team.
0: I only kind of really pay attention when the when the Penguins are. Well, Let's put it this way: if the Penguins go out in the first round. You're not gonna be. I, I'm. I'm not yeah. like. I still watch because well, I'm well, well, you're just the, you're the not, hockey yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll keep up. You know, I will look online, but I'm not watching every single game.
1: The, the the styles are different from the east and the west. Yeah. So it's nice to see some different styles. Like tonight, Nashville and Chicago play. Nashville's going to give them a good series, but I put Blackhawks in six, I believe. Let me. Yeah, Blackhawks in six. Sharks in Edmonton. Edmonton had a two nothing lead last night. Sharks came back, tied it up. this was in Edmonton, and then the Sharks won in overtime. So they stole game one. So I think I'm safe there. And then Anaheim and Calgary played tonight. Game one. Anaheim in seven. That's Ooh, gonna okay. be a hell of a series. Um I just like seeing different teams I like match it's all about matchups. It's styles. Yeah. yeah. Like Calgary and Anaheim, two very different styles, you know, Nashville and in and, and Chicago. That's going to be a very competitive series. Like that, that's the kind of series that might only be four or five games, but they're all going to be like one goal games. Like yeah. they're going to be just like to the wire, like at yeah. every game.
0: Well, you, well, what, what were we watching last night where you said, oh, uh, Montreal and the goalie duel, yeah, and R- the Rangers, and, yeah. and the Rangers. It was really Carrie
1: Price and Lundqvist. I mean, it was about goalies, it's about goalies, yeah. If you don't have a goalie, you can have listen. <laughs> you can have Mary Lemieux, Malkin, and Crosby on a line. Yeah. But if, if they have you or me on defense, they're gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> that it's really about you have to build a team yeah. from the net out. I yeah. mean the back end out. So when we in 03, we drafted Flurry. Yeah. That was our cornerstone piece. And then we got some defensemen, then we got Malkin, then we got Crosby, then we got Stahl. Mm-hmm okay and then you build around you build from the the net straight out you, you you get a goalie a couple decent defensemen centermen people who make other people better why do you think Crosby has two cups and Ovechkin has none Ovechkin's never played in the third round of the playoffs
0: that's unbelievable why, to why me. do you
1: think that is cuz Ovechkin's a good player yeah he's a good forward but he doesn't make anybody better no Crosby makes people better and doesn't even touch the puck that's his greatness yep that's the greatness of it.
0: I think he's, I think his great, maybe, maybe top five. I don't know about the greatest of all time, but I think he has in this, this season added to his top five greatest plays of all time. You had the one handed backhand goal.
1: Yep. Uh, over the goal glove.
0: And then you had his the, the uh, 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 goal
1: assist to Sheary yeah, under yeah. the
0: legs and behind him. Yes. Those are, I think. And then think,
1: what about the one, like two weeks ago, he put put it in off the guy's head, Lundquist's head, from he, the corner, from behind the net. He scored a goal from behind the goal line. But he banked it in off the goalie's head. Oh, just. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there. it takes a lot of cojones to try that in a game. Crosby. And em- he just does it.
0: Embarrasses people. Yeah.
1: It, it, he really does. That's... I saw a play last night in the St. Louis game. St. Louis, Minnesota game where Tarasenko, um, he's a great winger for St. Louis, he embarrassed one of the wild, um, Charlie Coyle, I think, one of the defensemen, banked it off like the net to himself. Their defenseman was just shaking his head like like he didn't score on it, but like their goalie bailed him out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's just. Because if, that if that goal would have went in, that's such like a deflating play. Yeah. That might have been like the end.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <That> you <laughs> and you ended know what I mean? The whole series, yeah. Yeah, it was just such like a, it was so slick. Yeah. You, I was like, oh.
0: Well, th- this is why, even though in Crosby's interview with Mark Madden, you know, Mark Madden was like, uh, you know, people compare you to. To Mario, Mario Lemieux, and of course Crosby's like, no, you need to understand, Mr. Madden, that Lemieux's on his own level, yeah, and I'm nowhere near it. However, Crosby's ability to just do things like score behind the goal line—well,
1: Mario was the really invented that. Not, yeah, I don't want to say invented.
0: Uh, House phone again.
1: House phone. This happened
0: two shows in a row. I thought I turned it off. I
1: don't know. I don't know. Somebody wants to get a hold of you.
0: Let me go take care of this.
1: Oh, man. You silenced the ringer. No. What the fuck? That's unfortunate.
0: People... Okay, eventually, we are... Okay, I have not moved into my townhouse yet because yeah. my furniture is still in, in New York. But we, I'm designing a studio, and that will never be a problem ever again unless a cell phone goes off. But anyway...
1: Anyway, so I don't Mario want to say Lemieux, that he, inv- he didn't invent it, but he, he, he made it kind of common. To so, do just really... Yeah, creative. Cr- very creative Very things. creative things. So, listen, if Crosby wins a third Stanley Cup as a player... You have to put him alongside Mario.
0: Oh, well, first off, in no player, especially Crosby, is going to go, well, yes, of course, Mark, I'm at the level of Mario Lemieux. I yeah. mean, no one's going to do that. They know better. Like, I even think if you interviewed LeBron, because they compare him to Jordan, I don't, maybe, I don't know, I don't know much about him. I don't know if LeBron would be like, you know what, thanks, man, I am just like Jordan. Maybe he would, maybe I don't know.
1: because he he's a basketball he, he's, player, not a hockey player. That's true, um, but I don't know if... If there was a Mount Rushmore of sports or, or, or for Pittsburgh, yeah, Mario is on it. Of course, number one. Roberto Clemente is on it. Yes, number two. Okay. Honus Wagner should probably be on it. Yeah. Okay.
0: And for a lot of people. Terry
1: Bradshaw should be on it.
0: And Mazeroski and because. Bill,
1: Maz hit a home run. It's just so you, famous. It's so famous, yeah, because he beat the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. We, game seven against the Yankees. Yeah, that's really great. we, but we still hold on to that. We, we do. We
0: do. It's like, <laughs> because we yeah. we were talking about the Pirates last night. Oh, the Pirates! And this is what. <laughs> Listen. You, you, you texted me. You know, lazy people go to baseball. You games. know, when
1: I look at a baseball game on TV, <laughs> there's like all this time between pitches, and they, yeah. you know, the the cameraman out there yeah. in center field gets a little bored yeah you see him like looking around you know what i mean and i see these people just stuffing their face with like they're, nachos they're, they're and like mon- tank tops, tank tops getting and- farmers tans and they're just sitting there for like four or five hours like a big yeah. blob yeah just sitting there at a pirate game
0: and i was like those are I'm the like, same Man. people that that go to water parks
1: listen <laughs> water parks are just filthy i feel bad when people say, I'm going to take my kid to a water park. I'm like, you are? <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, that's, that's not good. It's good. You know, they, if
1: you're going to go like on a date to go some buddies to a game, fine. You're in a club seat or something. That's great. It's yeah. a corporate thing. But these people that have season tickets to pirate games and they literally waste. There's 81 games. Yeah. And they're four or five hours. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yep. To just sit there. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't do it. I, I you know that's why I like about the hockey. It's fast. yes, it's just fast. It, it just goes.
0: yep. Baseball. Well the thing about going to a baseball game in my opinion is it's not really about watching baseball. Especially at PNC Park, it's considered one of the greatest places to watch baseball in the country because it's such an intimate park.
1: Yeah, you look around, you see the water and it's,
0: and the, the cities in the background yeah. and all that stuff, and and you're close to the players. It's not like, hey, I've I've been to Yankee Stadium, the yeah. stadium, the a new one. Yeah, it it's the players look like yeah, you know Legos. Yeah, yeah, they're that's the really thing. far away because it's so big. Yeah, and for me, going to a baseball game is more about the experience. You get a permani sandwich or some Quaker steak uh, uh, wings. Maybe. A Quaker second lube wings. If
1: you want to go a couple times, that's great. But yeah. Some of it, these people, I see the same people sitting behind the plate. What are these people doing? Yeah. <laughs> All day. And, and the games are like 105 on a Wednesday. Like, we we're talking about like, like Don't people work? First pitch, 105. <laughs> and then there's like 10,000 people out of like a 35,000 seat well stadium you're like the game last night was like, oh, i don't know why attendance attended so low. well maybe <laughs> because people were at work <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was downtown last night and i guess the game was rain delayed because it was like 10 p.m and it was still happening
1: that was two nights ago
0: oh, oh that was two nights ago oh yeah i'm sorry that was two nights ago i'm sorry downtown yeah yeah just i i was crossing one of the sister bridges whichever one's open now because they're they've been closing them and stuff for 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 construction. And I, as I went over, you could see inside PNC Park. Yeah. And it was just empty. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see the the lower le- levels, but the upper, whole upper. I mean, Why would first you sit off, there? the game was, I think, rain delayed for like an hour and a half. Right. It's almost 10 at night. So... On a weekday. On a week. So you're just like, I need to maybe go to work tomorrow or, That's or, thing. or be productive. So, Listen,
1: baseball's interesting. Yeah. I don't, I, I, it's very hard to play. Because you... Yeah, and it is it is a if you can hit a round ball with a round bat going one hundred miles an hour, I oh yes, good for you, yes, because I can't do it. Yeah, so it's very difficult. I don't want to diminish the skill.
0: And you play offense and defense, play both sides,
1: and that's very interesting.
0: You have to be able to hit and field, correct? And Um, hockey is a little similar to that. You you know, be able to do both. Yeah,
1: um, but that is, uh, I'm I'm talking more about the fans. Yeah. I understand liking – I watch the baseball playoffs. I think they're great. I think the intensity is good. Yeah. It's great. It's getting – it's fall. It's getting chilly. Yep. Okay, people are into it. But, you know, like third week of the season, game number seven of the season. And <laughs> – and, and Pittsburgh's already, you know, yeah, lost. Yeah, the same guy sitting there, <laughs> and he, like, keeps his own score. See, those
0: are hardcore fans. Hardcore. The people
1: who they,
0: – they have these sheets. Yeah. And every single thing that happens – they log they, it they log it yeah
1: cuz that's an official thing
0: baseball is is a numbers
1: game it's all numbers listen baseball is, this is why baseball is interesting if you do your job as a hitter 30% of the time you get into the hall of fame <laughs> that's how hard it is yeah think yeah. about that if yeah. you bat 300 you're going to probably get in the hall of fame yeah that that tells you the difficulty of baseball so Barry Bonds goes out there hits like 800 home runs. Yeah. I don't care whether he was on dinosaur juice. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they should, he hit... Just let him juice. He hit a round ball with a round bat going 100 miles an hour square yeah. 800 times. Yeah. Out of the park.
0: Yeah. Because here's the deal. Hey. Here's
1: the deal. He did it more than anybody else.
0: If you and I start taking steroids, we wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> no. Now, I'm not saying... Listen, boys and girls, you should take steroids. I'm not saying <laughs> no, that, okay? No, no. I, I'm not promoting it. No, but at the end of the day, it, it like what you were talking about. Would you
1: say it's entertainment? Right?
0: It's entertainment. And what we're talking about when like uh, uh, Lance Armstrong was uh, juicing, but then so was everyone else. Yeah. But our guy still beat your guys on the juice.
1: He was better at juicing than your guy. Yeah. So like, <laughs> even if. Even if you were all,
0: even if everyone was, juicing, did you ever watch
1: the Tour de France?
0: I've, I've, I, I have in the past. I, I,
1: I really like it. Yeah, this is the Tour de France is like NASCAR and chess. It's a strategy game because it's not just one guy.
0: There's no, a team. There's a team. There's nine guys. Because, you, because you can't ride a bike for that long, right? I mean, you, you well, do it in in stages.
1: You do it over three weeks. It's twenty one. There's twenty one stages. Yeah. And you only have two rest days. It's really difficult. They do. Listen, they climb the Pyrenees and the Alps. On a bike? On a bike. Gee, who, who who thought of
0: this? Who was like, let's go on a People bike? People
1: have died doing it.
0: Are you serious? Of course.
1: Yeah. People have died during the Tour de France.
0: When is the Tour de France? July. Well, I'll be back.
1: Right in the middle of July. We should watch it. Or the beginning of July to the 23rd. For second or third. Yeah, we usually. should we should catch it. I, we should I, I podcast really enjoy. about it. Yeah, we will. because we should do like play-by-play. Play. It's very interesting. If, if you don't have to really root for a team or an individual, if you just kind of follow the strategies, it's very interesting. They kind of sacrifice the lesser riders for the main rider. And well. the, the, the strongest team, I mean, you still have to have your strong guy make moves. Like, he's still got to be great.
0: Well, yeah, because... Like, you can't have an off day. Isn't it, like, typical when Lance Armstrong would win a Tour de France, he'd be the one going over the finish line?
1: Well, they all... Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You have to finish, but the... Think about it. He won seven in a row, okay? Yeah. For seven straight years, he didn't have a bad day.
0: That's unbelievable.
1: Climbing mountains. <laughs> Even
0: mountain, even mountain climbers don't always make it. That's what I mean. There's weather and, you know, avalanches and who knows what.
1: He didn't have a bad day for seven straight years in July.
0: That's that is really
1: amazing. That That is like. Even if he's. It's not a one day race. Yeah. You race for a month.
0: No, wait, wait, wait. See, I think I'm I'm confused. The whole team rides at the same time.
1: Of course. Okay. See. Okay. Well, well um, I thought it sometimes.
0: was. I thought it was more like a relay situation. No. 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 So. No, not. Not true. Okay. Okay. So the whole team rides at the same time.
1: Correct. Everybody starts together. Okay. That's how it works.
0: Okay. Then you all have to just be together going over the finish line. You don't have
1: to be together. I mean, if if you don't finish, then you just drop out of the race. But you have to finish the stage. See. I'm just
0: not really aware of all the details. Yeah, see,
1: I'm, I like cycling, and it's it's super interesting, and the Olympics have awesome cycling. Yeah. It's really fun to watch, but um, there's three grand tours in cycling, okay? Okay. You have the um, Giro Italia, okay. which is in Italy. The, the Tour yeah. in France, which is in July. And then at the end of the season, they have the Vuelta Espana, which is in Spain, and those are um, the three grand grandest tours and kind of like the Super Bowls of their sport. Yeah. Um, They're just cyclists like they peak. They don't have they're not on form like all year round. Like Lance Armstrong didn't win every race he was in but he won the Tour de France a lot. See
0: that's interesting. I wonder why the Tour de France got so It it was the one because
1: it's the it was like the original it's like the it's the oldest one. Yeah. It only stopped for a few years because of World War II. <laughs> like, that's that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, the Tour de France is so old that their stories about guys literally, like, stopping overnight, because they used to just be like, okay, whoever finishes, doesn't matter how long it takes, they would stop and, like, like work on their own bikes. They were like, wood. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's how, yeah. Like, people have died cycling. That's how hard it is. Well,
0: I almost died during a spin class.
1: Right. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there there's a mountain they climb. Um Mount Vontu. It's so high that vegetation doesn't even grow there.
0: What what are they cycling up
1: there for? <laughs> Listen. Just because they're like it's the survival of the fittest. It's Darwinism.
0: That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and not only
1: do you have to go climb up of it. And then they're like you have to descend on a bike. On a bike going like 80 miles an hour. And if you crash,
0: good sorry. Good, you're that, you're fucked. That's it. <laughs> Welcome to you're a you're, you're a crepe. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're road rash. You're you're just roadkill. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's sad to say. It's just yeah, it's terrible. You but just, anyway, I we got off topic. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's that's an interesting. The tour is very interesting. It, it's a great thing to watch. Yeah, it, it's it's long. You know, it's three weeks, and you have to kind of like know what's going on. If you kind of catch it in between, it's hard to understand how people got to where they are. I can't believe it's three weeks. Yeah, three weeks.
0: That's a long time. The first for week a sporting is sporting event. Flat,
1: flat roads. Okay. And cobblestone roads and like obstacles, kind of. And then like seventh or ninth day or something, then they they go clockwise. Then they go counterclockwise the next year. So like one year they'll go Alps first and then Pyrenees. And then the next year they'll be Pyrenees first, then the Alps.
0: So they're like always kinda of, like switching it
1: up. Yeah. And then cities always obviously want the tour to come through their town because it's like Yeah, it's tour it's a and, tourist thing. And, and it's and... the biggest free event in the world. You don't you don't have to pay to like see the Tour de France. You could just stand on the side of the road.
0: So like if we knew they were gonna be going through Nice, France. Yeah, you just go. We could just go to Nice. Mm-hmm. And
1: you could run alongside Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I like, always wanted to do it when I was, I was just, I just couldn't at the time, but it would be so cool, I think. Just to get, go to France. Because people take like RVs and they just like camp and they just like, follow the tour because the tour has like a parade before yeah. the cyclists. <laughs> so it's like a whole day's party. It floats. Speaking and, of camping, <laughs> what?
0: Listen, I, so we're, everyone knows that I have become. Totally obsessed with Himalayan climbing. Yeah, listen, I'm kind of worried about it. My mom is very worried. People are very concerned for me because I am not the most athletic person in the world. And if I attempted to climb a Himalayan mountain tomorrow, I would most likely die at base camp. I wouldn't even be able to get all the way up the mountain. But anyway, so I went to REI, (laughs) which is on the south side here in Pittsburgh. And I went looking, because I want to hike. I, I thought, that, that's a good place to start. I guess. <laughs> just uh, yeah, just I mean, a
1: nice stroll. You would know. I don't so,
0: know. So, I'm looking at the backpacks, like the hiking packs. And the guy comes over. He's like, hey, man, can I help you? And this is a little guy, right? Little skinny guy. Buzzed hair, but a huge beard. Okay. And like a redhead. So, a huge, like, red beard. Uh-huh. He go, I go, well, I'm looking for, like, uh, like I want to hike. I, I'm looking for, like, a pack. He goes, all right, well, these are, are women's, so let's go over to men's. <laughs> you didn't even know what you are looking
1: at. That's the thing. If you don't know. I had no idea. You, how do you know? I know
0: nothing. See, I was yeah.
1: a I was a Boy Scout, right? And yeah. we camped and hiked. Sure. But, like, it's
0: all organized. And, and, you know. They
1: tell you what you need. Yeah. Like, bring your fishing pole on a swim trunk.
0: Yeah. It, it, right. But, like, I'm literally going to ARIA. And I know nothing about outdoor stuff beyond my, 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 my Boy Scouting days. So I said, Well, what about these ones? Well he goes, These are like for like four plus days. Like how how long do you plan on being out there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, Yeah, an hour. A couple hours? Yeah. He goes, Eh, let's go over to the day packs over
1: here. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> there are these like little bags that you just kind of like, put over your shoulder. You were looking
1: at like stuff to go to the Himalayas. <laughs> That's wild. That's funny as hell.
0: I literally was embarrassing myself with everything that I that I said. Well, so I, but
1: you know what? That guy did a good job because he got to what you needed quickly.
0: Yes, actually, he was really good because yeah. he, first off, any someone could have just like made fun of me and just like left and said, right. This guy's an idiot, I'm not even gonna try to sell anything to him,
1: right? Or he could have just tried to sell you, he could have been like, Yeah, this is great for what you're doing, even it's though only $350. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. He too. He could have done that, however, he told me that REI is a co op. And they don't work on commission or, like, anything. And right. You kind of have to, like, join. So I, like, joined REI. Because they, they have a, a fake little mountain there that you can, like, climb. Yeah. Which I might try this weekend. And I think you should come just for material. Just, just so to we, look? Like, record it? Just, put it on the website? Just so we have material oh for God. the show. Then that, me, me harnessed up on a rope trying to climb a fake mountain thing.
1: It's that, like, climbing wall thing they got it's,
0: there. It doesn't have the, like, grips. It, it just, it, it looks kind of like a fake top of, like, a mountain. And you just get harnessed in and you just, like, climb up it. It doesn't have those, like, rock climbing, multicolor grip things. Right. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't really understand How, how do you it. get up it? I don't really know. I think you just kind so you of want to.
1: you want to try it? I want
0: to try it climbing. Even You you don't
1: know how it works.
0: Uh, that, that's why you go and learn. You have to start somewhere. Ugh. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, I don't know. So I was
0: looking around at all like the hiking gear and stuff. Like they have mountain climbing gear. Listen,
1: I can imagine you at Easter dinner with like a neck brace. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you feed me some ham?
0: Can Can you? Yeah. I
1: don't want to do that. I don't listen. (laughs) That's not.
0: You know what though? This guy was really nice. He knew that I was clueless. He goes, "Well, Well, listen, man. When you have like forty-five minutes." Come in and we'll size you a pack.
1: Oh, you have to get sized up.
0: Basically, there was a guy there who must have been going, another customer, on some trek, you know, just through the at the Appalachians or something. Because he literally was trying on every piece of gear. He was walking around the whole store in his backpack. And then the guy who was helping me would go, has a it feel, man? He goes, oh, no, no, it's a little tight right here. And the guy would adjust it. Right, walk around some more. That guy was in the store for an hour walking around the whole store going up and down the stairs. Because if you think about it, if you plan on going a four-day hike, yeah. okay, let's You better say, be able to
1: handle the weight of the thing. This is the
0: thing. If you are going to go on a four-day hike, meaning you have to have a tent and a uh, sleeping bag and food and a, and a, how to, you know, uh, uh, something uh, like a little gas stove or like to cook things, you know, flashlights and all this stuff, you're you're going to be out in the woods for four days if that bag is a little uncomfortable, after the second day, mm. you're gonna hate yourself. Listen. Because it has to be on your back the whole time. You're
1: all about like you went from like the Ritz Carlton to not climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. There's it, like no in between for you. No. You need to like slow it down. <laughs> like the the most rugged that my life gets is staying at like a West End.
0: Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. And actually you wanna know something like 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 really funny. In Switzerland, there's a famous five star hotel k- called the, uh, oh, and I can Sch- Sch- Schwarzerhof or something. Uh, I, I don't know, but just, it's a really fancy hotel. And we stayed there, there once. So after college, I didn't quite know what I was going to do with my life. And our Switzerland vacation was during my college years. Okay. And my mom was like, why don't you go backpack around Europe for a while? Oh, that's safe you know well then it was yeah then then it was and i said well but like where would i stay like i said could i stay at the Schwarzerhof or whatever it's called and she goes michael i i'm so sorry like basically the answer is no that's not the point of backpacking you stay yeah. at hostels and things but i am she goes what have i done right. to my children yeah because when we travel that's what we're used to like yeah. i mean I've, I've stayed in hostels i've gone to europe with friends uh yeah. school trips and uh, we've stayed in hostels and things. And you know, I, I used to be a Boy Scout. I've I've, I've slept on army cots and I've slept yeah. I've slept on the ground in the woods. I'm not beyond these. You things. know,
1: I went to the Bahamas a couple years ago, and they were like, "We're going to go um, we're going to go like fishing." Yeah, like deep sea, deep sea fishing. And I was like, "Wow, like I've done that before." And I, I've gone. And, I'm in Hawaii. And what I thought was, I'm going to get on a boat. Yeah. And then you put the fishing rod into the thing. Yes. And you basically sit there and drink. Until something bites, and then you reel it in. Yeah. That's, to me, deep-sea fishing. Yeah. Well, we get on the boat in the Bahamas, and the Bahamas, not a lot of regulations going on there. <laughs> and I was like, where are the life jackets? <laughs> they were like, oh, the kids are wearing them. They, we had the, there was like six of us. There, yeah. Like two yeah. kids. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And we're going out to the you know. And, you know, yeah, little yeah. by little, like every minute you look back, and you can't see land now. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, like... <laughs> You're looking around, you're like, man, this is a lonely place. And I'm looking around, I'm like, well, where are the um, fishing rods? They're like, what do you mean? I was like, you said we were going fishing. They're they're like, there's no fishing rods. No joke. They gave me a spear. What? Yeah. They gave me a spear and they were like, you have to free dive in, in spear the lobster. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? What? And like, how much are you gonna pay me woman, to do this? Yeah, this woman that we, like, we went, I went with this guy Brian, and then he has a business partner out there. And his daughter is like this master fisher fisherman. Okay, like she's really good. She she just dove in and then came up with like three lobsters. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. Like, how did that go? So first of all, the Bahamas, the water is clear. Okay, which is kind of cool. It's kind of freaky because you could see things coming from like a long distance yes. away. Yeah. It's a very scary feeling. I'm like, are there sharks up here? And they're like, well, little ones. <laughs> <Where I> oh, <go? laughs> really? That's interesting.
2: <laughs> wow. So what do you they mean gave me the spear. little.
1: And then they're like, do you see the the lobsters hide under the rocks? And they blend in. So I watched her for a couple minutes and then I finally got one. And it's just like, I felt like, you know, like a primitive
0: yeah. person, like it a was a, It was a
1: castaway. It was a castaway. You, you were Tom Hanks. I came up and I was like <laughs> it was like Simba. I was like showing it to everybody. This lobster. I have a picture of it. Lobster you gotta claws. see it. The lob- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lobster claws. And they were like, I was like, what do we do with it? And they're like, you want it? You want to eat it? I was like, yeah, let's eat it. <laughs> you have a picture of the lobster? I do. I'm gonna show it to you. Oh my god.
0: You uh, you you
1: speared a lobster. I speared a lobster. Here it is. Look at the size of it. You caught that? Yeah. Holy
0: shit! It's like three feet. Yeah. From tail to it's end huge. of the antenna. Yeah, I'm
1: holding it up near my like face, and the the end of the antenna goes down to my shin. So that's like five. It's like four and a half feet. four and a half it's feet. A big one. Yeah. This was like this was like twelve or fourteen pounds.
0: Now, did you go back to shore and then like cooked it? Yeah. That's unbelievable. I went deep sea fishing once in Hawaii. We didn't catch anything, but I did sit in the seat, harnessed in with a giant fishing rod. Yeah. And there were several boats out, and we didn't catch anything. But the boat to our left, several hundred yards away, caught like a marlin, like, you know, like with, oh, with a with, with, with big point. That's deep. what I want. And I saw it come out of the water. That's go, unbelievable. And, and honestly, just watching someone else catch one... Was a thrill. I was like, you know what? I'm good. We can go back now. Yeah. And everyone was sick but but me. My dad was throwing up everywhere. Yeah. My sisters, Larry. Well, Larry was probably like super little. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I was the only one because I'm like a kid. Like, like Like a, I don't know, 12-year-old boy or something. I see a giant fishing rod. I'm like, strap me in. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I want to like, go. Even if I was throwing, I'm like, fuck it. I'm still yeah. going to try to catch a, a marlin or something. Yeah. I mean, it was a really, really interesting yeah. thing to do. I don't
1: know anything about fishing.
0: Well, we, we have. Fishing a, rods
1: are expensive. I know, like a yeah. good one. Yeah, yes. And they're very strong. Yeah. Because they, they bend and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's and
0: part of the whole process. The
1: whole thing. There's
0: different weights of. It's like guns. It's like so
1: many different ones. You can
0: go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy a $500 gun. Yeah. But it's going to, it's not going to do the same job as a $3,000 one. Right. Right. It'll shoot. Right. And if, and if all you want to do is shoot beer cans in your backyard, well, all you need is a $500 gun. Yeah. But if you want to win a skeet shoot, yeah. you need at least a $3,000 gun. Like if gun. you're
1: going to go catch Marlin, I wouldn't go to Dick's to get no. my fishing rod. No. You probably need to, like...
0: I bet, because those aren't fishing poles. Those no. are, like, fishing apparatuses. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're, like, thousands of dollars for this giant...
1: To me, why don't you just go get a big net? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just just drag a big net behind.
1: Yeah, and just see... Go, go for a ride. We caught four marlins. Four marlins and a great white. And an orca. <laughs> We've got Shamu in there. And just see what's in there. It's like... Um, Forrest Gump, when they do the shrimping, and he, yeah. like a toilet seat comes out of there, to see what's in there at the end.
0: It's like a, a door number three. Hey
1: Mike, let's go for a ride on the boat. Yeah. Three hours later, there's an orca. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that's what we would be. It's dinner. Like, looks like we're having some orca.
0: Speaking of animals, I think we should have this this. This this cat on the show. Really? What do you think? Yeah. So well, this that's... guy emails me. Okay. He goes, listen, grumpy cat's old news. <laughs> grumpy cat? Yeah, old you know news. what
1: I mean? Yeah, it's the cat that looks upset all the time. Yes. I'm, like really <laughs> he disappointed. Goes, this is the new
0: cat. Okay. I'm not sure how it's going to work. Okay. But he says it's, it's a pretty uh, offensive thing. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's not going to come in himself. He's just going to let the cat in. And <coughs> I, I guess the cat will just be here. And we'll get to talk about the cat. Okay. And he he has a name for the cat. Okay. All right. So, like, you have Grumpy Cat, right? Yeah. This is the Stinky Pussy. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he calls it Stinky Pussy.
1: I can't even deal with that. <laughs> <I can't>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not a name, like it's not like, hey, Sam.
0: <laughs> no, no, not like Spot or no, Fluffy. Come here, Spot. Yeah. You know, come he, here,
1: Stinky Pussy. Stinky Pussy. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I thought maybe Stinky Cat. He goes, Oh no, no, no! I prefer. Wow. Stinky Pussy. So, so we're gonna let this cat in here. Okay. And then. And then uh, what? And then we're just. If it's gonna, stinky, I don't know. Like, well, that's what I mean. I don't know if it's, maybe it's if just it's, a name. May, it could be just a name. Okay. I don't really know, so I'm gonna go just let him in quick here. Just give me one second. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Oh my Jesus God. Christ! What the fuck? Dude, That's the smelliest cat that is, in the world. That
1: is offensive.
0: Oh my God, dude, get this! Fuck! It smells like grandma's diaper after taco <laughs> night at the home. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What the
1: fuck? Oh man! How how can how uh, can how it, can, you let it in? How, I'm
0: tearing up. Put it, put it oh. away.
1: Put it oh away. my god! <laughs> put it away. It smells
0: like swamp thing <laughs> after day at the beach. <laughs> listen, that is listen. just we got. No one likes the stinky pussy. No, we, we got to get this out. Got to clean it up. Hold on. L- let me get this out of
1: here. <laughs> can you shave it?
0: <laughs> like, you know what? I think that could be the problem. It's a little furry. It's a little furry. It's it, 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 it's 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 offensive. Un, it's unkempt.
1: It, you know what it is? It's like the um. It's like the Charlie Brown character that has like the odor around them, like you know, carrying around the dirty blanket or whatever, whatever that is. That, there's like a cloud. Yes, around this stinky this stupid pussy cat. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. You know I'm allergic to cats too. Really? Well, you should have yeah. told me. I wouldn't have I'm had him on. I'm very allergic to stinky pussy. Well, no one,
0: <laughs> like I said, no one likes a stinky pussy. No, can you so can you let him out? I'm gonna let him out. Thank here. You. I'll be right I appreciate back. Right, that. Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Get some, get some
0: Lysol. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have What's to, your mom deal with I'm that. I'm gonna have to <laughs> the breeze the whole, the whole, the whole room. No, Listen, I, don't I, like that. I, don't I care for oh, at all. all right. Well, I don't know if Stinky Pussy will ever be on the show again. <laughs> no, but, but we, we will, have to.
1: We'll have to see. I have to chalk that one up to a loss.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, last time I let someone on the show. Well, well you know, he's going to have to come in. The owner. I'll, I'll talk to him after okay. the show, and, that, and I'll get the whole thing here. Yeah. He I, said it was going to be a big thing for the show. I thought it could be like a you know something. Like we could have stinky pussy like on. a recurring guest. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know. Well, we'll see next. The show. stinky
1: pussy might not be a whack packer. No, we'll see. That's the thing.
0: I'm now trying to build a whack pack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to build well, Let's talk about the whackpack
1: quickly. Who do
0: you, who who do you have in mind? Well, shaggy from that party.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Shaggy can
0: be yeah. I don't even know his real name. He's a character. He shaggy. would be very good. Yeah, he could be he a He just packer. has that like Yeah.
1: He would say like very like uh, off the cuff things. Yeah.
0: Brian Brian Gottesman, He's he's not a whackpacker per se, but I think he'd be a great personality to have on the show. Okay. Same with Cam.
1: Cam wants to be on. So
0: basically what's going to happen when I get back to New York is I'm going to buy a bigger mixer and another mic. Okay. And what's going to happen is the way I'm going to set up the podcast studio is that my desk is actually, you know how tip, like my desk is facing like the window. Yeah. I'm actually going to have my desk face the other way. So my back is against the wall. So when we do the show. We can see each other. We can all see see each other. Okay. Good. I'm going to put a a leather couch in the room and a coffee table and just get boom mics cuz so, you want to make
1: the people comfortable.
0: So when you cam Brian whoever comes to do the show, you sit on the couch and you have your microphone and you just relax sit and we just do it, like like do a show. Okay. So it's very similar to the couch like on like Howard Stern. Okay, good. But instead good. of all of you guys having your own, like little like desk, yeah. you'll just sit on the couch. Okay. Because you know, Robin does stuff during the show. You know, Fred does stuff like they yeah. they, they they sit behind desks because they're they're, they're working. Pro- they're producing like Yeah, like Fred is does. Fred is the guy who like does the commercials and things. Like yeah. he's the guy like Howard be like Fred, do we need to go to commercial?" He'll go, "Yeah, yeah, Howard." Like it, he Fred just doesn't sit there and make fart noises the whole time. No. He's doing a lot of I mean, that's an important part of the show. It is. You know, and like the, you know, all those noises. I'm not going to go into there, there there could be children listening. I, I don't want to. <laughs> well, you know. Listen, we did just have that stinky. ship has sailed. Yeah. <laughs> we did just have stinky pussy on the show, but, you know. Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That was a surprise to me. Yeah. I didn't yeah. expect that. Well, you
0: know, hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have more I'm gonna go more, shower. more guests on the show. Yeah. But anyway.
1: Can I hose so, down the stinky pussy outside?
0: Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, I think you should always wash your stinky pussy. <laughs> I think if, if you have one. Yeah. If, if your cat isn't, yeah. you know. Listen. You need to maybe like in a bath or something just give him yeah. a
1: bath it needs a scrub it needs a scrub it needs a good scrub i'll have to tell
0: a... him i'll tell him after the show okay
1: <laughs> yeah please do please email him back yes and, be like and give listen him detailed directions
0: this you got a marine shower that shit. <laughs>
1: shave, shave it down you know what they do to circus animals you know they just like, yeah. like a fire hose yeah
0: just,
1: yeah just that's t- what you need
0: you know what they should do take 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 the cat, take her to one of those self car washes okay and do the power wash you know, you know wash. who
1: else needed a power wash huh uh steven asante listen so okay so last show we watched we watched we watched the first
0: part yes we did so the other night i'm up at jason's because i've been going up there well first off i go up there a lot anyway but now that i happen to live on your street yeah i've been going up to check on the place i got keys You know, I got my mailbox key. You know, I've been trying to figure out where to put all my furniture. So we were hanging out and we caught the Asante brothers part two.
1: (laughs) It it was, um, I thought this part would be the part where like stuff got better.
0: Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it, part one or part two, it only gets
1: worse. It got worse. It got worse. It got I worse. I couldn't believe it.
0: I, I honestly thought that there was going to be, like, this thing that would click, and both brothers would get surgery, and the yeah. father would be happy. Yeah, no. It didn't happen. It, it, you know, there's there's train wrecks. This was like a shipwreck.
1: Yeah, it was. It was really bad. But the, the younger brother opened up a hobby store.
0: Yeah, so the younger brother, Justin, was told by Dr. Nell that... I can do surgery on you. Like, immediately. Immediately. Because your heart is fine. You're 600 pounds or whatever he was.
1: He's a lightweight compared compared, to everyone else. Compared
0: to everyone else and his brother. Yes. He's, like, a functioning human. Yeah. And he goes, no, that's okay. I'm going to go back to Rhode Island. And he went back to Rhode Island and he opened a hobby shop.
1: Which was really weird. Very strange.
0: But he
1: liked... Painting, like, figurines and yeah. planes. And, and,
0: and I and he hates like his crack. brother. He, he hates, hates Stephen.
1: He basically does anything that Stephen hates. Yeah. He wants to just, like, piss him off. Exactly. That's so, kind of what it is. So
0: Stephen wanted him to stay in Houston to get the surgery. So what's Justin going to do? Leave. Leave.
1: He yeah. leave. And then he left.
0: Yeah. And, and you wonder if Stephen said, you know what, Justin, fuck you. Go back to Rhode Island. I want, who knows what Justin might have done. He right. might have stayed to spite... His a brother. A little reverse psychology. I don't really know, but at the end of the episode, he's skyping with Doctor Now. Yeah, and Doctor Now's like, "Have you lost any weight?" He's like, "No, I'm stable." He's like, "That's what he said." Yeah, he goes, "No, I, I'm I'm the same weight as I was a year ago."
1: Now I was like, "No," and
0: Doctor Now was like, "No." Ob-
1: obese people either you, gain or lose. Yeah, you keep you gaining the
0: same. because when you're on. So what I was gonna do for this show, but I didn't have time because I was just sick and I've been busy. I wanted to put together a 10,000 calorie diet. The common theme for these morbidly obese is that you need to be on a diet of at least 10,000 calories a day to yeah. achieve a weight of 500 and, and more. Yes. Some of them are mm-hmm. on 20, 30,000 calorie diets. So Incredible. I was going to think, what would I have to eat in a day that amounts to 10,000 calories? So maybe next week we will I will put okay. that put that put that
1: together. You know, Michael Phelps was eating 10,000 calories for the uh, swimming the Olympics. Yeah, but he's also burning Well, that. that's what I'm saying. He yeah. burns them just as quick.
0: But if Michael Phelps ate 10,000 a day and just sat in a chair... He'd be 500 pounds. He'd be 500 pounds. Correct.
1: This is the problem. But he also didn't eat, like, pizza. He was eating... High-calorie, protein... Yes. Good stuff. Yes. Just like sumo wrestling. I want to see, like, a picture of a
0: 10,000-calorie. I want to see yes. this one online. yeah. Ch- Google it. Just for it. fun. Just Google for it. Fun. A 10,000-calorie-a-day diet. So anyway, Justin is talking to Dr. Now... And he's like, you know, I'm stable. I'm not sticking to the diet. And he's talking about how like stressful his life is, and that he can't. He's like, I can't diet right now because my life is so stressful. And I'm thinking, Justin, you're over 600 pounds, and you're—I don't even think he was 30 yet. I don't even know how old he was. But come on, Justin, there's no excuses. I'm overweight. I make excuses all the time. So I know what it's like. Why? You know what? Why didn't I eat healthy today? I I should be eating healthy. But why? Oh, you know what? Because of the new townhouse. Oh, I'm stressed about finding a job. Oh, I'm moving out of New York. Excuse, excuse, excuse. So I know what it's like. I make the excuses
1: myself. But I'm also not 600 pounds. The mountain um, guy from Game of Thrones. The mountain. Okay. He eats about 10,000 calories
0: a day. He's also like... A 10,000 calorie diet for him is like a 2,000 calorie diet for us. Because he's literally a giant.
1: So he eats eight eggs, okay, 200 grams of oats, plus blueberries and strawberries and an avocado. See, that's all very healthy. Okay, and a handful of almonds. Very healthy. At 7.30 in the morning. Yes. At nine thirty, four hundred 400 grams of beef, 400 grams of sweet potatoes, spinach, and greens. At 11.50, he has... BCCA and glutamine. That sounds like a supplement. Yeah, it sounds like something I don't take. (laughs) 12 o'clock, 400 grams of chicken plus 400 grams of potatoes, greens, and some fruits. 2 o'clock, blender of 150 grams of oats or sweet potatoes, 2 bananas, 150 grams Kellogg's rice, Krispies, frozen berries, almonds, peanut butter, and glutamine. At 2.30, Training Strongman, BCCA, Glutamine, and Vitargo. At 5.30, 60 grams of protein plus two bananas. At 6 o'clock, 500 grams of beef, potatoes, greens. At 8.30, 500 grams of salmon plus 500 grams of sweet potatoes. At 10.30, 50 grams of protein or six eggs plus avocado plus 30 grams of almonds And 50 grams of more peanut butter. And then he eats drinks water throughout the whole day. So it says eight large eggs is roughly 600 calories. Yeah, so that is all high-protein, very healthy eating. Plus another 775 calories for 200 grams of oats. Yeah. So 400 grams of beef is a 14-ounce steak, which is about 1,000 calories. So 400 grams is 1,000 calories.
0: But he's he's eating 10,000 10, calories of a very healthy diet that is used to build his physique That's crazy. as the strongest man in the world. Steven Asante is eating three pizzas a day. Liters of Coke. Yesterday, for kicks, I had a Mountain Dew. Okay. I almost yeah. passed out. Yeah. I took three sips of it and didn't think I was going to make it home. Think about these guys, Stephen Asante, all these big guys. They're, they're drinking two liters of Mountain Dew, two liters of Coke.
1: During lunch, it's just incredible. It's unreal. It
0: is. So I was gonna put together a ten thousand calorie diet of McDonald's, of pizza, of like takeout stuff, bad stuff, fast food. You know, we could do it just using a McDonald's or one of the fast food chains. What would it take if I went to McDonald's three times a day, or maybe five times a day? Yeah. What would it take to get the ten thousand calories? Oh. I mean, unbelievable. But, so, Justin made no progress, didn't, you know, it, it didn't end with him getting surgery. Neither of them got surgery. Stephen Asante, of course, was kicked out of the hospital for being an asshole. He got a personal care person who ended up quitting because he treated her terribly. You know, he called the cops on her for taking the TV that the company, the health company, loaned him. Of course, it didn't go through because it wasn't his TV. You know what I mean? Did you do? You, yeah. you remember that? Yeah,
1: she was like, "Well, that's not yours, so I'm going to take it." Yeah, and he's, "I'm calling the cops." She was like, yeah. "Do it." Yeah, and her her name her, her name was Princess. Right. <laughs> Listen, a McDonald's lunch of a double quarter pounder with cheese, a large fries, ten packs of ketchup, a large Coke, three apple pies, and an M&M McFlurry is only three thousand calories. So okay, you have to eat three of those a day. Three of those a day. Plus, like, a snack.
0: Plus something else to reach the extra yeah. thousand.
1: The extra thousand, just throw in, like, yeah, another fry. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. A, you know, a Big Mac.
0: Yeah. Or, like, refill your, like, Cokes, like, multiple Isn't times. Isn't that same Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, I know I eat thousands of calories okay. a day.
1: One large eight-slice pizza from Papa John's is 3,000 calories. He was eating three large pizzas a day. Or at
0: least one pizza day. I mean that that's what yeah. most of his weight was. But at so all of this happened. All of the Steve Asante didn't lose any weight, his brother didn't lose any weight, no one got surgery, everyone was pissing everyone off. And at the end of the episode, doctor now goes, Because here here's here's what here's what happened. Steven Asante became addicted to painkillers. Yeah. So he would call hospitals, emergency vehicles to come and get him. Yeah. Because he was in quote unquote pain. Mm-hmm. And they would give him, you know, IV pain meds. At one point, they were looking for a new apartment for him in Houston. And they decided to put Steven on the back of a golf cart. Terrible idea. He fell off the golf cart.
1: Yeah. Why would on you the put a
0: 700-pound man on 800, the back? 800. 800-pound 800 guy on the back
1: of a golf cart. Yeah. And they try to jump a curb. Remember? Yeah. And he and falls off. And he was like, off. don't do it. <laughs> and then he falls off. Yeah. And he was like, I can't feel my arms. So
0: th- all that happened. So... Basically, at the end of the episode, Stephen's like, you know, Dr. Now, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Just, if you could just give me some pain meds so I can work out more. Dr. Now goes, I want you to see something. Yeah. (laughs) Come with me. And he hands him a piece of paper. Yeah. He goes, this is all the pain medication you have gotten while in Houston. 1,000 pills of so-and-so. Percocets. Something. You know what I mean?
1: It was unreal.
0: And he basically said... This is now going to... It would to, kill an elephant. Yes. Well, he's the size of an elephant. So yeah, yeah. So he goes...
1: This he's is. the size of a baby elephant. Yes, he is. Th- th-
0: this is now going to go to the police. And if you go to the hospital, you will be arrested. I also love how Dr. Now said, I'm going to put you in a homeless shelter if you don't get an apartment. He hit him hard there. He hit him super hard. So, I was like, Whoa. so then to your point, Dr. Now goes, Stephen, c- come with me down the hall. And Steven's like, you know what? I want to leave. Because basically, he's an addict. If you don't give me pain meds... Because uh, Stephen's not going to lose weight. He, no. He's there to get pain meds. Yes. He, he's not there to lose weight. Correct. So Stephen wants to leave. Dr. now goes, no, 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 Stephen, come with me down the hall. I want to show you something. Dr. now takes him to an exam room that has a big mirror. I thought
1: he was going to take him to the morgue. I... I, I really did.
0: I, I actually thought he was going to take, like, get... A, I thought there was, like, police there. Like, he would... Or, uh-huh. or someone from, like, that psychiatric hospital where, where he was detoxing yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but you're right, you know... Though that's very morbid for that show. Even though my 600-pound life is pretty morbid to begin with. Yeah. I mean, the one episode, the guy was 1,000 pounds. Dr. Now gave him a month to live. Can you imagine? You go all the way to Houston to get, like, life-saving surgery. And Dr. Now goes, uh, you have, like, maybe one to two months to live. Yeah, you have 30 days. You, you, you better just get your affairs in order because you're 1,000 pounds. 1,000.
1: Yeah. It was just. So he takes him in the room. And there's a mirror. Like a full size, like, and he makes ceiling to floor mirror.
0: He makes Stephen look at himself. Yeah. Because
1: he was naked. And he basically says, Stephen, your legs look like elephant legs. Yeah. yeah. You don't look human. He doesn't look human. He goes, look what you did to yourself. He goes and looks in the mirror. He says, you don't look like a human. Yeah. That's what he said to him. You don't look yeah. like a human. Not at all. And then he was like, I don't want to look at myself. I haven't looked at myself in the mirror in years. And it, it just really shook him up. Yeah. Like, it, whatever it was, the light bulb went off. Yeah. And that was, like, 10 minutes left in the show. And at the end, he lost, like, seven. I think he was down to 677 at the very end. I mean, he, he didn't lost, make, like, 100 pounds. He made a
0: little progress. A little, little bit. They, they you couldn't tell by looking at it. They him basically yet. ran out of show time. Yeah. Like, they, maybe there'll be a part three. Or maybe they'll do the follow-up a episode. follow-up. Like, where are yeah. they now? The, it the, was the just Asante, the Asante, brothers. but it really
1: shook him up, yeah, like emotionally. It shook him up bad. Yeah, it was like because Doctor Now does not mess around. No, he doesn't. But you know, because once again, he was driving around on a Ford. Well,
0: maybe he doesn't. This may, doesn't bother you maybe, like it bothers me. Maybe that's just for the show. Why? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's he, Doctor Now. Yeah, well, maybe he doesn't care about those those kind of things. Uh, hey, listen, uh, the guy obviously makes bank. He not only is a a, a successful doctor, he has a TV show. So he obviously has some coin. But not everyone needs a Lambo. Not everyone needs an S500 or whatever. Maybe he's not. Maybe he just says a Ford Escape is okay for me. He needs one. Well, I know he
1: he should have a Rolls Royce. He should say, do you want to fit in my Lamborghini? You have to lose (laughs) 400 pounds. It should be like the goal. It should be like... You get to drive this for a day. If yeah. You lose if you could fit in this. Yeah. You drive it. This is my Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. If you lose weight, you could fit inside it. See, right. I barely fit in your Lambo, so I need. I they would need to get. This is what I was realizing um the other day. It kind of made me feel good about myself. No matter how fat I think I am, when I watch my six hundred pound life, I am their goal weight. Yeah. So I've achieved someone's goal weight, and yeah. that makes me feel good about myself.
1: Oh yeah. That. You know, Bill went on a blind date once, and he took the Ferrari. Oh, boy. And she didn't fit in it. Oh, boy. <laughs> he texted me. Oh, he, boy. Yeah. It, yeah, he was like, well, I was like, what did you do? He's like, well, she wanted to go to a different place. And he's like, she wanted me, me to drive. I was like, and? He's like, I had to push her in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's. Yeah.
0: There's not much to say about that. No. That's pretty bad.
1: That was, it I, wasn't was
0: good. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to Bill. All right, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. We
1: feel you, Bill. Yeah. Poor Bill. Poor Bill. The Testarossa <laughs> was never Bob. the same. No. It's like, hey, a, it's b- like a sweater. Speaking <laughs> of a bill, Billy Bob Thornton's coming to Jerkles on uh, the 25th. We're, I'm going to see him if you want to come. 25 bucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. He has a band. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, the actor. I know he has a band. Billy Bob and the Boxmasters. They're going to be at Jurgles. Jurgles on the 25th.
0: Academy Accord. Academy Accord. Oh, my God. Academy Award winning. Yeah, Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. We'll be at Jurgles. Yes. When? Tuesday the 25th. Of May. Correct. I will be here. I I will be moved back.
1: No, of April.
0: I will be gone. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, it's April. No, I have to go back and move. I, I mean, I have a whole. Apartment. I thought you were back by the twenty fifth. No, I I move May twenty second. I know. And that how
1: long you how long does it take? How long are you going to be there?
0: Wait, 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 wait. I think I think we are we are we are confusing ourselves. Oh, you're in May.
1: May 20th. oh April. You're going to be in New York. Yes, okay.
0: I I'm leaving next week. Okay, because okay. I have to pack up my entire apartment. Okay, and get ready for the move. But my yeah, lease is my lease isn't up till the thirty first, so I gave myself a little buffer in case something happens or I have to go back and forth a couple times to get all my all my stuff out. But yeah,
1: hmm. but anyway, I'll let you know how that is. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton,
0: you are gonna be able to just like touch him, like he's just gonna, go gonna hang be out. there. Yeah. you know, he's very weird. I, I love that guy. He's dad Santa is the best. He's very strange about his movie career, which is you know very yeah good good, and his music career. He they're separate in his mind and have nothing to do with each other, which is why he's willing to go to Jurgles. Yeah, because like he should be. He Jurgles get some pretty big acts. Yeah, but if you think about it, he's Billy Bob Thornton. Like, why isn't he playing like because
1: downtown he, or because something? He
0: wants to, but that's the thing, though. He's a man of the people. He doesn't like. There, he doesn't use his celebrity to advance the band. There's a famous interview of him at a Canadian radio station where he told the producers not to mention anything about his film career and that he is only there to promote his first love, which is music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not the only famous actor to have a band. No. A lot of famous Russell actors has have... has a band. They, a lot of them do because, listen, if I became a famous actor, my first thing was music, playing drums. And, yeah. and you know, maybe I would have a band because I have so much money and I make movies, I, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. So anyway... So the guy comes on, so there, so there's Billy Bob Thornton, yeah. and here's the host. All right, well, welcome to, but to Canada. What We have Billy Bob Thornton here, <laughs> known for movies like Sling Blade, Armageddon. He's yeah. here with his band, Billy Bob Thornton in the Box Getter, or whatever it was. He keeps talking about the movies. Academy Award nominee and winner. And Billy Bob just, he's he just hatred. has this look on his face. Yeah. That if he could rip the guy's throat out, he would. Yeah. He goes, "All right, well, Billy Bob, welcome to the show. So, how are you?" Uh, and he, Billy Bob, just it just Stopped. silent. Yeah, stop. He basically shut it down, shut everything down, and he's like, "Listen, uh, what's going on, Billy Bob? Like, did I offend you?" And he's <laughs> like, "I told you guys not to mention my movies. I'm here for my music." Oh, I'm just giving the audience some insight to who's here. You know, basically, like, the audience can't see who's there. Yeah. The audience, maybe they don't know who Billy Bob Thornton is. Hey, there could... I bet there are people out there who don't know who he is. He hasn't made a big movie in a long time. Maybe people just
1: have never seen Sling Blade. Did you ever see Bad News Bears? No. The remake Oh no. my goodness! So he was giving he was giving the audience <laughs> the a little, little the little Bo peeps. No, I didn't see that. The <laughs> strip club sponsors the little <laughs> baseball team. <laughs> the Bo peeps. It's so funny. But but this guy was
0: just giving his audience some context sure. to who Billy Bob Thornton which is, which I
1: understand. And
0: because I guess in his mind, basically, what it, okay? So if I had a radio show, I think if my producer said, "Just don't talk to him about his movies." That means I want to start the interview with, what was it like working with so-and-so on this film? Yeah. But when you're, hey, audience, Billy Bob, Billy Bob Thornton is here from the movie Armageddon, Sling Blade, bada And then you start talking about music because it is a music radio station. But Billy Bob just shot him. I mean, said the weirdest stuff, was just in his cool demeanor, like at some point he might just stab you kind of thing. <laughs> Billy Bob that that radio guy's never been the same.
1: He can't be. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm sure he just quit after that. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, I you know, somebody asked me you want to go. I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." Well, if for some reason I'm sti- f- for
0: some reason I'm still here, I'll come, but I should be back in New York by then, oh. packing everything up. Sounds well, la- ladies and gentlemen, I actually was up at Lexus the other day. Oh, you were. I was. I thought to myself, "You know, I have never driven a Lexus. I think I should go." And test drive one. Yeah. So I texted our good friend Stephanie, who works at the store, and I said, listen, I like the NX, uh, the smaller of the SUVs. Why don't you get one ready if you have any pre-owned ones or whatever you have on the lot, and let's test drive some NXs. And so what did I test drive? I test drove a pre-owned NX 16. hmm Then I actually test drove a Mercedes C-Class you had on the lot. Mm-hmm. And then I test drove a brand new NX, mm-hmm.
1: which I love. The sport one.
0: The sport, the F Sport. It's awesome. Black on black and red. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Stephanie told me that there are very special people who stitch, hand stitch the Lexuses with that red thread. Mm-hmm. And she told me something that they have to be able to do, and I can't remember.
1: They have to be able to make an origami bird, yes, or duck or something, yeah, with their non-dominant hand, one-handed, in under three minutes. Why? It's it's Japanese culture. They only want the skilled artisans to do the stitching. That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm.
0: That is unreal. Mm-hmm. Stephanie and I, I think we we test drove three and a half cars. I say half because. The last one. You didn't uh, drive. You just. I, sat I just. It. I sat in it. And I, I drove it down to the to the lower lot, mm-hmm. and because uh, you have that nice brand new up, upper lot now, we do. But um, she just kept wanting to like test drive, and I said, you know, what? that's that's okay. I wanted to get a feel for it. You well, know, she's doing her job. She, you know what? She's fantastic at it. She was great at telling me about all the different components inside, and the F Sport's nice. I like that car a lot. So we'll see. Once I move back, and I have to get a job. I have to get some kind of gainful employment. So yeah, we we'll, we'll once, make it, we'll once make it happen. Once that can happen, then, you know, yeah. I'll figure all that out. Yeah, it's not a problem. But, you know, we'll ladies and out. gentlemen, if you want to test drive a Lexus, there's only one place to go, Lexus of North Hills in Pittsburgh at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA, 15090. Go see my buddy Jason Mocha. Uh, General Sales Manager, I believe is his title. You can call him at 724-940-1400 or or email him directly at jmoka, M-O-K-A, at lexusofnorthhills.com. And if you need any custom clothing, there's only one place to go, Mm. Chico Tailors, custom tailoring up in Butler, PA, 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them up at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com Chico is spelled C I C C O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. And Larry, if you're listening, I will be coming up when I move back to get a welcome back custom made shirt. So get the patterns and what do they call those swatches?
1: Yeah, we're gonna get some. You know,
0: get get the swatches ready. And once you <laughs> and and once you get your your Lexus and your custom made garments, your pocketless pants, you you you'll want a photo for your wall. Mm-hmm. A boudoir shot, let's a say. A boudoir. <laughs> so so call up Sarah Miller Photography at is Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, Family Wedding Fashion and Commercial Photography. All right, Jason. We just did, a, did another show. We did. Fantastic. Show's 36. So Friday night, we're going to watch the game. Of course. That's the only option.
1: Listen, Penions. playoff time is is a a very limited social schedule for me. Yeah, you need, you need I to watch, be focused. There's playoff games every night, like three or four games. Yeah, last night there were five games. It's like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, all I do is watch hockey till one in the morning.
0: I, I'm, it's fantastic. I'm gonna ask you something. Uh huh. I want a, I'm, I know you've you've had your predictions for this first round, but every podcast I'm gonna ask you. Based on the first round, who's going to the Stanley
1: Cup? So, like, based on what's happened since the last podcast... Who's going to the Stanley Cup? Right now, who's going to the Stanley Cup? Who do you think's going to... Who's going to end up there
0: in, in the final? It's rough, right? A lot of teams. I'm going to go a little off the board. Uh-oh. a little From off.
1: the West, Anaheim. <sighs> really? To beat Chicago and San Jose? I, I just think that... I Yeah, I, I do. I think they have the ability to do it. And they have a Pittsburgh kid in goal, John Gibson. Um, He's their goalie. So okay. I just – I got to – they weren't strong in the beginning, but they've gotten stronger as the season has gone on. And they just – they seem to play a style that's conducive to winning in the playoffs. Okay. From the East. Uh-oh. From the East. I'm a homer. I got to go with the Pens. Like, I, I still think that if the Pens can beat Columbus – they can they'll just it's like a train going down the track like I just don't know if they can be stopped if they're playing to the their ability yeah Washington I know Washington it's everybody says it's their year every year it's their year they have never played in the third round until they can prove that they can beat the Penguins if they beat the Penguins in the second round they will go to the Stanley Cup whether they win or not I don't know but they will go to the final I just think that it's such a huge hurdle for them. It's like when the Penguins won their first Cup. You know, they they were they had won a couple playoff series, but then it was like they can't be stopped. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah, when the ball starts rolling down the hill, it's strong. Yeah, like, you know, it has momentum and it's just things are going right. Like so many things have to go well. Yeah, and it's not a good thing that Murray certainly Letang's out, but if Flurry can play like old Flurry, yeah, the Penguins know how to win. And you it's can't true. discount that. You got to It's like Jack Nicklaus won the Masters when he was 46 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he still knew how to get it done. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And like there's something and to that, it.
0: And that goes beyond knowing how to play the game. Yeah. Because you you already know how to play the game. You're You're in the NHL. You're You're the best hockey players in the world, basically. Yeah. Like you've made it there. Yeah. Yeah. You've beat out a lot of people. But
1: in a week from now, if we do the same, if we do a podcast in a week. Yeah. And it's the series is tied 2-2 two, two, or in Washington's already moved on or whatever yeah. it is like I- Maybe it'll change, and somebody might get injured.
0: That's why it's a prediction. You
1: know what? Somebody, you know, and we'll we'll go through it every podcast. Every yeah, somebody because when know, I'm in back in New York, we'll do them over the phone. Anaheim's goalie might get hurt tonight, and you know, so it changes it, it the changes whole changes the whole complexion the whole of the, series. Thing, the gotta whole thing. You got to have a little luck to win the Stanley Cup. There's, yeah, you have to have some good balances, good health, a little luck, it, and your best players got to be your best players. Yeah, our best players have been our best players. Yeah, that is why they drive the they drive the train
0: if if crosby and malkin aren't scoring or assisting
1: we're not going to win th-
0: yeah they we we need that to be happening
1: they they are everything that's why they get paid 9 million a year yeah they're the they're the key cogs you yep. know what i mean so yep. we'll see in a week from now hopefully we're on the brink or we have wrapped up the series yeah or we're we're on the cusp yeah and we'll go from there but i i don't discount First of all, they're the champs. Yeah, and to to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, right? So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Wow, you gotta. I love hockey. Hockey's great. Huge but fan. You gotta. You gotta bring. You gotta slay the dragon. Exactly. To, you know. You gotta slay. Minnesota can't beat Chicago. You got to slay the dragon. Yeah. So people are like, "Oh, Minnesota's going." Minnesota's not going to the. No, they haven't slayed the dragon. <laughs> or, you know, Washington's dragon is the Penguins. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just got to get by it. Like, yeah. there's some... For a couple years, the Rangers knocked us out of the playoffs. That was kind of like our nemesis for a while. And then last year, we wiped the mat with them. Yeah. You know, we just had to get over the mental hurdle. We had to just do it. And once you do it, it's like confidence. It's...
0: It's confidence. It's, it's like all when,
1: com- Because they have the skill. It's like when you stand over a putt. Yeah. And like... You can stand over a three-foot putt, and if you overthink it, you're going to miss it. Yep. And in Tiger Woods, there's a 38-foot putt, and he drains it. Yeah. And he he just walks up to it and hits it. It's like, oh, <laughs> he's got the confidence, man. He's
0: He has the ability. He has the skill and the ability, and, and, the and, and then it takes the mental part.
1: The mental toughness of it. Same
0: with, like, shooting. Yeah. If you start thinking about... Okay, I think I'm twenty five or I'm twenty three out of twenty-three. Okay, I got I've hit two more birds. You can't think about numbers. No. You can't think about your score. No. You, you you can only shoot one bird at a time. And as long as you shoot one bird at a time and don't miss, you're probably gonna win. That's right. You so you don't focus on shooting a double. You focus on shooting one bird and then another bird. Right. Don't worry about if you're twenty-five straight or fifty straight worry about being one straight.
1: Do you remember last year when we won the game that we won the cup in uh, San Jose? Okay, yeah. The third period of the game, it was what was it? 2 to 1? I don't remember. Or whatever it was, 3 to 1, whatever. It doesn't it doesn't matter now. I think we, we won, won 3 to 1. We won 3 to 1? Okay, so I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, I remember the third period of that game. They had one shot on goal, the Sharks. One shot. They were desperate and they only mustered one shot because the Penguins played the whole game they were like, we know that you're going to attack and we're going to shut her down. And they just shut them down. They just played. They didn't think about the situation they were about to be in. Game five, when they had a the chance to win the cup at home, the Penguins thought about it. They admitted to thinking about it. They were like, we're going to win. We can win the Stanley Cup on home ice. And they got all, oh, oh, oh. you yep. know, and then Jason Moke goes out and spends all kinds of money on tickets. Yep. And then he gets fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they've never won. They're four cups. They've, they, they, they've never won home.
0: They've never won a home. That's,
1: you know what I mean? So then they go, the pressures, they're like, okay, we just got to get back to basics and play. That's what they did in game six. And they just, that was the most dominant period of hockey I've ever seen defensively. Wow. It was awesome.
0: The third period of game six. Third
1: period game six. Watch it. They just destroyed it. Just, just shot it down. The Sharks couldn't get a shot. One shot. And they're desperate. In, in 20 minutes. 20 minutes, one shot. I think officially two, but one came from like the other end. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah it was it, like a flip. You yeah, know, like, yeah.
0: No. It wasn't like a real. They just. Chance. They were like, let's just. Go they ahead. were like,
1: hey Murray, here's a cup of coffee. <laughs> just hang out for 20 minutes while we win the Stanley Cup. Basically, was what happened.
0: I still cannot they believe they gave him
1: no no space
0: that Matt Murray won a Stanley Cup and but this year is his, is his rookie yeah, year. Yeah, cuz he
1: didn't play enough games to be, qualify as a rookie. So he won <laughs> so This year's his rookie year.
0: <laughs> he he is going into his rookie year yeah. as
1: a Stanley Cup champion. Right.
0: Who's, no one no one's done that. Yeah, they have. People
1: have done that before? Yeah, uh, did Watt Watt didn't do it. Ah. Uh, that that's that's crazy to me. Uh. That's wild. Ken to Dryden me. did it, I think. Wow. That's unreal. That is just, I mean. Ken Dryden's the guy with the famous pose where he's like putting his chin on the stick. Yeah. Yeah. Goal for the Canadians. That's Ken Dryden. He called um, the miracle on ice. In oh, 1980 okay. With, okay. Uh, you know, with, what's his name? Al Michaels. Al Michaels. That was Ken Dryden. Do you oh,
0: believe oh. in miracles? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You ever watch that game from start to finish? No. You should watch that game. It's a good game. That'll make you. Uh, That'll give you the "Make America Great Again" feeling. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. that was like that is the greatest. You know that was that was named the, one of the top political moments of the 20th century.
0: Oh, I, I'm not surprised.
1: It, it was. It just meant so much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It was just no names kind of went out there and beat the best team in the world. Yeah, it's so cool. Because
0: back then, professionals weren't weren't allowed. No,
1: there was just the, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, and that it's just
0: what what you know what listen, we we've talked now for a long time. We can Good, just, that's we, what we do. yeah, we can just keep keep going. But yeah. real real quick, so back then the Olympics were not for professionals. If you were a professional hockey player, you could not
1: be in the Olympics. Well, the Americans didn't send professionals. The the Russians were professionals. Okay, well, for for we didn't send professional.
0: We didn't send professionals. What do you think about it now? That the fact that LeBron James, uh, Michael Jordan. Well, I mean, the fact that uh, Sidney Crosby has gold, gold, gold medals.
1: Well, Usain Bolt's a professional runner. Yeah, so like, not like it's not like you're going to go get the guy that runs at the, you know, Fox Chapel High School to go yeah. run in the Olympics. I well, mean, I'm just listen, curious if you want to have a best on best tournament. I think you should send professionals.
0: You, oh, you should send the uh, the best. You and if the best, the best is the professionals, then... Then that's what it is. Yeah.
1: Like, do they send amateurs to shoot? The skiers, yeah. like... Yeah. You know? No. Like, the professional golfers went and golfed. Yeah. Michael Phelps, he's a professional swimmer. Gets paid.
0: Yeah. He has endorsements and all that, yeah. you know? So, he's a professional. So, I, I totally get I,
1: it. I, I, I bet there's something about the... It was the, cl- the climate at the time. Yes. But it, it's... You, you should really watch that game. It, have, it's I'll very, it. very... Um, because that's not the game they won the gold medal, you know. That's the game before the gold medal game. That was to go to the gold medal game. And they were actually behind in the gold medal game and came back to win. That was very... Um, Who was the gold medal game against? Uh, Finland, I okay. believe. Yeah, I think Finland. That was just... Uh, yeah. They. That's a team. That was a... Uh, you know, it... it that happened in nineteen eighty. We were you were born eighty four. I yep. was born eighty three, and yep. it was one of the first things about sports that I know about. Yeah, Be, because it just means a lot. of uh, It means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the Russians now kind of talk about it. You know, like some of the guys on the team they do talk about it, and there were some strategy errors that were made by the coach, and but it it just like it was a perfect storm. Yeah. And Herb Brooks, I mean, he coached the Penguins for a while. Yeah, it's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, Herb Brooks, man.
0: Yeah, we're really lucky. Pittsburgh is a hockey town. I mean, yeah, we've we've gotten so cool for an expansion team. We're, I mean, we're probably the greatest expansion team I'd have.
1: Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, uh, you know, the Kings are. Oh, you know what I was going to ask you earlier because we were talking
0: about how the the NHL has had trouble with expanding at the different markets. Do you do you think this this Vegas team?
1: Is, oh well, the way they've set it up is that they will be successful. Okay, because now they're taking they're doing an expansion draft. Okay, where they some good players are going to go on that team.
0: Yeah, so they're going to be competitive right, right away. away. Yeah, pretty and much.
1: have you heard that the Raiders are moving to Las
0: Vegas? Yeah, I love is that, that real? Yeah. So Vegas is now going to have two teams. That's awesome.
1: That's Vegas great. is the place.
0: Yeah. Listen. Well, I have a friend who might be moving out there. You told me. I, I think
1: we might have to visit. Pay her a visit. We might have to go and
0: visit. You
1: know, we'll make sure the Pens are playing out there. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah, how great would that be to watch? I saw the arena. Last oh time yeah, I was there? It wasn't? It was just getting, f- just finishing up. Yeah, beautiful place. Gives us a reason reason to go. I know. It's just it's cool. And they're the Golden Knights or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So when
0: the Pens are playing the Golden Knights, it's like we won't fly United, but no, <laughs> we will not.
1: Listen. No. No. Oh boy, we will no.
0: Oh boy, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, we're not going to. Let's not get into either. that next week. No, We're going to fly <laughs> something else.
1: Delta and my, Southwest. My
0: mom's flying United on Monday. Oh no! And I said, "Well, we need to go. We need to go over some de- um, defense strategies, some yeah. self-defense, uh, maybe some uh, Taekwondo moves, pepper sprays. Pepper sprays. I'm trying to decide which handgun I should, you know, have her hide inside her." you know, underwear or something, just, just in
1: case. <laughs> oh, my God. Get her a little pink 22. What was going on? Did you see that Pepsi commercial with the Kardashian? No. Oh, my God. That's made fun of. It. You got to look it up. Yeah, I'll have to it's watch just, it. just, oh, man. <laughs> it's about, like, Black Lives Matter and the resistance and all that. Yeah, all that it's bullshit. Just, yeah, it's just, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, our country is just... It's, it's
0: we don't know what's happening. That's why we're podcasting. This this keeps us sane, dude. The, this this gives me a reason to wake up in the morning, and and yeah. I, I have hope every day because I know I can be on a, on my show. And then
1: like our our Spicer said, who knows about the Holocaust? Yeah, I he, mean, listen, he doesn't even know. He what's really going on. shit the bed. <laughs> I mean, he's like Hitler didn't use gas, and then he was like, mm. oops, oops, oops. oops. Ooh. That's kind of a big... Yeah. He he can't... Brain fart.
0: He might not be able to come back from that. No! <laughs> he
1: can't come back from
0: that. Listen... Let's talk about that next week. We, we, yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the show. Remember, you can go to tmpspodcast.com. Check it out. Email the show at Show at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themichaelpinchakshow, twitter.com slash official. All right, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week on the Michael Pinchak Show. Uh, uh.